For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Welcome to the Dodger Dudes Show with former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and his Sandlot buddy Josh the Duker Luke. The Dodger Dudes talk Dodger baseball, Sandlot stories from their youth, and share what it's going to take for the Blue Crew to win the World Series. Don't forget to answer our weekly poll question and fan poll on Twitter and Facebook. The Dodger Dudes Show is part of the Believe Sports Network online at BLEAV.com. The Dodger Dudes believe in the Dodgers. Do you believe? Welcome to the Dodger Dudes on the Believe Podcast Network with your co-host Brett Tomko and I'm Josh Luke. Today we're talking about Players Weekend and nicknames. Love it or hate it, we're going to talk about those names. We're going to point out some guys that clearly love it, some guys that, that may not. Brett, when you were playing, did they ever have a a, a Players Weekend? No, I was, no, we didn't have any of that. I mean, so if you had, what yeah. would your nickname have been? See, that's a tough one. That's a tough one because in high school, you all know, people called me Co. They just chopped off the T-O-M of my name, and it was Co. I was Little Co because my, my brother was the original Co. So I was always Little Co. Um, so wait, I, I heard you say that Reggie Sanders used to call you Tommy. So he reversed like Tommy, it? I, Tommy. I used to get Tomcat. Um, <laughs> Tomcat was always a good one. I got that for a like lot it. of people. Um, BT. Um, I got a lot of TKO stuff. Yeah. Um, so... I could go anywhere with that. I could go TKO, Tomcat, something. I, I see. I'm a fan of when it kind of plays off the name a little bit. Yeah. So, I'm, still, I'm still adjusting to this whole players' weekend. It's a little strange to see the different <laughs> uniforms and and not just normal names. I, it's starting to grow on me a little bit. So I'm trying to really dive into it and go. This is a great thing for baseball. So I, I'm my. It's lukewarm for me right now. It goes with the bat flip, right? It's kind right. Of, the bat flip. See, I'm not a bat flip guy. I'm not a bat flip. I'm I'm glad Jerry Harrison on the last episode. Yeah. Uh, he said bat flip, but that's that's a Jerry thing. So he's got to be hip with the players, man. He's a uh, broadcaster. Jerry's got some so. swag. <laughs> Jerry's got some swag. Don't yeah, I'm waiting to see him on the bachelor, man. I know he's single again. I'm like, man, I all the we way. We went into this. Like, there was conversation last time we golfed. There was conversation all about that. There it. <laughs> It there was some works at one point, but it didn't it didn't it didn't go. So, so if you missed episode three, guys, we had Jerry Harrison from uh, Sportsnet LA and uh, Dodgers wrap up show. He was awesome. He broke down. If you haven't heard it, he broke. I, I asked him point blank, which a lot of broadcasters wouldn't have answered. Were the the Astros stealing signs in the 2017 World Series? He couldn't wait to say, "Look, Alex Cora is one of my best friends. That guy can pick off any pitcher's tips within like 30 seconds." And so, of course, they were. So, yeah, that was a great, that was a great segment. So, hey, as for Nick, what about you? What about you? Yeah. So, the Duker, as you guys know, in in some of the the Facebook and Twitter. By the way, if you haven't uh, checked out our social media, guys, we we're all over social media at the Dodger Dudes. Uh, singular Dodger. So the Dodger dudes on Facebook and Twitter, check it out. We have a fan poll. 
We're going to do some fun stuff on Players Weekend. Uh, you'll see on there that my nickname that Brett and some of the other fellows in high school used to call me, me and my brother, the Duker, they actually called Matt Luker. And so I became the Duker. Yeah, so uh, we, we couldn't get the good one. Yeah. Uh, we always had to take the second best one, right? I, I'm pretty sure, though, that if, if Matt were still playing, my brother Matt, of course, with the Dodgers in 1998, uh, it would probably be Skywalker. I mean, that's kind of the one that everybody goes to. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? I like the players that switch it up every year and do something different. And you're going to give us an example of somebody, uh, one of the best pitchers in the league, I think, that did that. So let's start with Brett. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, throw out uh, seven or eight of the of the Dodgers' names, and then tell us after you throw out seven or eight, which which three are your favorite, and I'll yeah. do the same. There, there are some good ones right now. Um, you know, Ross uh, Stripling, Chicken Strip. That's that's a great one. Um, uh, we're looking at him right now. Um, Funky Muncie. I mean, Mac Muncie. That's a good one. Um, How about for you, Top Gun fans? Goose for Tony Gonsolin. Goose is good. Vader uh, Taters. Goose. Matt Beatty. Matt Beatty. That's a good one. I like Bader Taters. Um, there's a good, I mean, I think, I think my number one is Negron. Um, he went Negron James. It's a little nod to, to LA's LeBron. So right now that one's sticking out. Kenley, uh, Kenley Fornia. Kenley Fornia. It is. It's a good one. I mean, there's, there's some good ones. I mean, there's some people that just go really, Really low key. Kirsch is going Kirsch. So, so I'm looking right here and it just hit me. How, what's Adam Kolarik's jersey number? How can it not be 47? His nickname is AK. How can his nick, how can uh, he not that's be a 47? Good one. See, that's, <laughs> see, that's stuff that you, that's stuff that this is, this is, everyone wants to know like what we do when we shag in BP. All the pitchers <laughs> are out there. You know, we, we do it day after day for all the hitters. We're, we're not really appreciated like we should shagging all those balls. The hitters kind of think of us as like the little stepbrother or something or the, the little brother that just doesn't get the love. It's just go out there and pick our balls up. But that's what the stuff we talk about. We talk about like how can he not go with 47 or, or something like that. So it, it's, it's, those are the kind of conversations you have in the, in the dugout when you're just sitting there watching the game like, oh, you know way, Kirsch should totally go with this one. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking right here, and the, and the most uh, versatile, I think, on the Dodgers is A.J. Pollock, who says, is it, is it Paulo or is it Poyo? <laughs> I read, I read the, the Latin players could not pronounce his last name. I was so, doing a little research on all this, trying to figure stuff out. So I was getting a little bit of scoop. There was some rundowns, but that's why the Latin, his Latin teammates couldn't pronounce his name, so that he became Pollo. So I'm, so I'm sure he's thrilled to be nicknamed Chicken. <laughs> right, right. Could be worse, you know? No. All right, Brett, had, so your top three Dodger nicknames. Give them to us from three, two to one. Uh, three, I'm going Bader Taters. Um, two funky Muncie and, and number one, I'm going to Gron James. Okay. So, um, I'm, I'm going to be a little boring here. I actually love, uh, just, uh, Verdugo's nickname Dougie because uh, I mean, what a great, great way to celebrate a home run by doing one of the most popular dances of the last few years. I mean, I appreciate the fact that he does it subtly and I know you and I've <laughs> talked before that he doesn't do a lot of things subtly, but when he's standing on second or first after a clutch RBI or, if he gets back to the dugout after a home run, he kind of does a really subtle Dougie. So I like, I like, little, I like a little fun. It's got to be subtle. It's got to be subtle. Yeah, so he's, he's mastered that one. I also like Funky Muncie. I think a lot of you that are, are listening know I'm a huge Max Muncie guy. I like students of the game. I like guys that grinded in the minor leagues like my brother did uh, and earned every bit of it and then get to the majors and, and clearly has figured out uh, how to hit at the major league level. And, and I really think he's one of the best hitters in all of baseball. Uh, and my favorite one, 
uh, is the same as Brett. I mean, Negron James, especially coming to L.A. Brett played with Negron, said he's just a great guy. And, and what a what a great, uh, fun nickname to have when you're playing in L.A. Yeah, those are good, man. I, the, I like them. So let's, let's uh, switch over to the Yankees. The dreaded Yankees are in town for Players Weekend. Um, they, uh, of course, being in New York City, are you know, the most widely covered internationally team, so their nicknames are going to get a lot of play. And there's some fun ones on the Yankees as well. Big Fundy, DJ LeMay. Big Fundy, I love like, story Fundy. there. That one, I don't know what it means, but, like, that's the first one that jumps out, jumps out at me is Big Fundy. I, it's great. I here's so I'm just gonna give it away. I mean, J. A. Happ, who uh, you know, I'll be frank, this is a Dodger show, not a Yankee show. He started the year on my fantasy team. It didn't last long this year. <laughs> uh, J. Dot A. Dot. Now that's a cool, creative name for J. A. Happ. So throw another one at us, uh, Brent. I like I like Sir Mage. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's Sir Major D.G. Gregorius because I know he just got knighted somewhere as a major. I think it's in his. I think it's from Curacao, maybe. But yeah, I like that one. I want to be um, a king or a, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. And I played, I played with Brett Gardner. They, he just did Gardner. He's like, I'm not, I'm not participating in this. I want no part of it. Mike Ford's the same thing. He's like, I'm just going forward. You got, I mean, you got to get on that. You don't have to go crazy. Guardy, you could go Guardy, right? Put your kid's name on it for goodness sake. We haven't talked about this, but there's a couple, but the Yankees don't have is the emojis. I'm not on board with the emojis yet. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, one of the things that's cool about Players Weekend is you actually learn how to say players' names that you might not know. You just talked about A.J. Pollock and how the Latin players were struggling to say his name, so he got named after a chicken. Uh, but Tommy Khan uh, yeah. of the Yankees, so he has a King Khan. So I wasn't it's, – it's Tommy Canali, or I don't even know how you pronounce the last name, but King Khan. King Khan, I like that I like name. So that's Kong. a pretty cool we, one, we too. We both laugh when we're looking at Big Maple. We don't know why, but it's <laughs> – I'm saying, he, is he from Canada or is he like pancakes? I'm not sure. Hey, some of those Yankee teams that my brother came up with in 94, 95, 96, when they started winning pennants, I can guarantee you some of the nicknames would have uh, been inappropriate and uh, we would have never heard <laughs> I the wonder, story. I wonder how much editing there is by Major yeah. League Baseball. There has to be some that are on the on the fence, like you can't go that way. Um, oh, man. There's one. Oh, um, it's uh, – Oh gosh, it's a peach and a tree, um, but it's uh, but buttery, buttery or something. <laughs> and so I can't, it comes up with these things. Yeah, it? so it's a peach that you know kind of looks like a butt. So I don't. It got by. I don't know how it got by, but it it, it works. Yeah, it, these are some. It, what a, what a fun thing that Major League Baseball's done. And guys, so let's let's scale it back well, a little hey, bit. Hey, Why hey, are they hey, doing this, Brett? Let's talk about that. Why? Why did they start? I, this? I think Major League Baseball's made a huge push to because I I th I know when I came up and I, as I went through my career, it was very uniform. You know, you were we used to get. I mean, guys would get sent pictures from Major League Baseball because of their socks were a certain way and it was illegal. It wasn't their, their pants were too baggy. So I think there was such a strong arm on, you know, you have to be dressed a certain way that it kind of stifled guys and it's kind of stifled the personalities of people. And I think it's a way for major league baseball to let the fans really connect with some of their favorite players or, or players that they're not, it's not their, their, their favorite, but now like, they have something creative and you're like, Oh, did you see his nickname? Oh, I like him. And it just gives you a sense of their personality a little bit. And if you notice 
every every player usually has three different spikes that they wear each day a lot of them do and they'll be hand painted they'll have their kids names on it there'll be there'll be some type of, of of flash to it and the bats check out all the bats the bats are hand painted most of them are different so it's a good way and most of the time all that stuff is signed and then auctioned off for charity so it's kind of doing it and I, i'm pretty sure all the jerseys after are auctioned off too so it does a lot of good it gets to let you know your, your your player a little bit better and it, and it's and it's helping the game of baseball so the conspiracy theorists would say oh, it's just to make a little extra money sell probably that too jerseys but yeah they're gonna do that as well it is capitalism but well, guys on mlb.com you can actually click not only on every player every on every team but there's actually an explanation for um everyone there i'm not so sure i believe that our oldest chapman being nicknamed the missile i'm not so sure oh, the story geez. here is is the right one but yeah. but we won't go there <laughs> we don't get in trouble with anybody <laughs> so i uh, guess uh, brett tipped me off to hey mlb.com every name every explanation talk about will smith uh the dodgers catcher now there's a couple will smiths in the show right now so i'm sure they didn't want to duplicate but let's throw out a few that we would have thought of for will smith of course brett and i are gen xers we grew up in the 80s so what do you think, Brett? Maybe Jiggy. Get Jiggy um, with it. Parents right. just don't understand. Fresh right. Prince. Right. Fresh Prince. I mean, there there's so many that are obvious ones. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, he was destined to be a baseball player and a hitter, so he'd have walk-off songs. We talked about that a little bit on a previous podcast, but I, if I was him, I couldn't have waited to get to the big leagues. Um, it's just it's it's set up to have some really good stuff. So, Brett, um, before we get to the nickname piece of this, um, you told me a story of, I don't know if it was 5, 10, 15 years ago, but you were trying to take a nap at your house in North San Diego, and, and you kept hearing this ping, which you, you were very familiar with. It was the ping of the batting cage. And uh, it turns out you had a neighbor up the street that was a teenager that aspired to be a Major League Baseball player. Tell us who that kid was, and let's talk a little bit about him. Yeah, so uh, where my house is, um, drive up our driveway, and then there's a hillside kind of in front of our house, and about catty corner just a little bit there's a couple houses up there and one day i just hear just a constant ping like an aluminum bat and, and anybody that knows baseball or has been around high school bit they know the sound of an aluminum bat and it's just it's it's unmistakable so i hear this day after day and i'm like who is hitting up there so one day i just and i was playing at the dodgers with the, at this time so i walk up there and there's a kid he's probably i think he's in eighth grade maybe 120 pounds named kevin so I got to know Kevin and he's hitting and, and just, you know, we became friends. He used to come down. He used to walk down the hill to my house, knock on the door or ask him to play catch in our, in my front driveway. And we'd play catch or he'd knock on the door when I wasn't here. And my wife would answer. He said, Hey, is Brett here? Can he come outside and play? So um, fast forward a little bit, goes to college. I run into him at the local high school where I was working out and he was drafted by the pirates. First pick of the pirates. And uh, broke into the big leagues a little bit last year. Kevin Newman is having a phenomenal year. And so, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny to see this kid grow up and all of a sudden he's like, you know, leading off for the Pirates, hitting over 300. And it's, I mean, this kid worked really hard. But I, talking to the nicknames, I mean, I was a Seinfeld fan growing up. So his name's Newman. He could put hello, Newman. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> there has been a text to him already like, man, how could you not do this? It was yeah. set up so perfect. So what did he use? I think he went with Nooms. Oh, okay. So I think it's N-E-W-M-S. Okay. So maybe next year I'm going to work on him, like, 
get that nod. Hello, Newman. It, it'll make, it'll make, it'll be on all the top 10 lists. He's an old school player too. I, I pick him up on my fantasy team when, when my, I got uh, Tatis who may be out for the year, but I picked Newman up and he's on the track for about 12 bombs, 12 stolen bases. But like you said, he's hitting in a, in the top two spots in the lineup regularly. He's hitting about 305 to 320, uh, really doing well in his, in his doing, second doing year. Great. great defender. Um, you know what it is? Um, you talk about fundamentals and, and a student of the game, just like Muncie. Yeah. I mean, he, he go, he he's nothing flashy. He goes out there and he gets the job done. It's been fun to, fun to watch him and, and fun for my kids too, because like I could say, Hey, you know, he, he lived right there. He used to come down here when he yeah. was almost your guy's age. So, you know, now just jumping into it, they'll the game will be on like, what's he hitting now? What's Kevin hitting? So, and they haven't even met him, but all of a sudden they know him cause he was our neighbor. So um, so what, what's his team? Like uh, if, if he becomes a free agent, decides to kind of go home or play for his uh, team, is this Padres, Dodgers? I mean, he grew up in Poway. So. He grew up in Poway, San Diego. So, I mean, uh, I would imagine the Padres would be his, would be his team. I Did mean, I ever tell you that? So I grew up in, in L.A. and then uh, when, until I was about 10 or 11, we moved to San Diego. And it was right when Garvey was traded. And we were huge Dodger fans. We were at the, the World Series in the late 70s and everything back when you had to you know, camp out for tickets in the Sears parking lot or whatever it was. So Garvey's in San Diego when we were down there. So, so in, in the strangest of twists, uh, of course, I'm a Dodger fan through and through, but I also rooted for the Padres for a few years before we ended up moving back here to Orange County. So um, it is possible to be a Dodger and a Padre fan. Besides wow, the fact that the Padres, lost, we just lost some listeners. So. <laughs> I, I, I thought I explained it well. It was all about yeah, Garvey, yeah, right? Like, ah, oh, forget you, Duker. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we used to go to the Padre games, no matter who they were playing, wearing all of our Dodger stuff, and get there early, first base side, just so and Garvey would come you talk do to that us. Down in San Diego, you go up to San Francisco. Yeah, you can't. You're not going to make it out of there. So, I mean, the the San Diego, it's it's so laid back here. They're like, hey, have you know, let's go out to the beach and have a drink. Yeah, yeah, so guys, it's 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 not just players weekend. It's Dodgers, Yankees, uh, guys. We are uh, either uh, going into the series. We're between uh, even and and uh, up to two games ahead of them in home field uh, advantage. Overall best record. We got one fewer loss than them. This is a big big weekend for us, guys. Every game counts. We literally need to win every game. We can't let any game get away. So Brett, any last thoughts on the series or on players weekend before we sign off? I'm looking forward to Sunday. That's the big day that I want to see because you got Herman who went from having a not a great season last year to he's a 16 game winner right now against Kershaw. I mean, I think that's a huge matchup. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that game. But these teams are pretty equally matched up, man. They like I, we've said, we've had a lot of injuries on both sides, some superstar players not playing, but the guys that have filled in are, are putting it down. They're playing well and they and they become like legitimate threats. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I, th- I, it, I think there's going to be some games that are pitchers duels, and I think there's going to be some games that that it's going to be some fireworks. So um, it's an exciting time around LA and and Dodger baseball. So this could cool. be a World Series. This could be a World Series matchup. So I think everyone's hoping for that. Okay, so Herman is stacking up the wins because he plays for you know the Evil Empire. Uh, and, and I remember last year when they started loading up players, they said the evil empire returns. I just always loved that name with my brother coming up with the Yankees. It was always so fitting for all the guys they stockpiled. He's won 16 games, but Brett, maybe yeah. my fantasy Jersey should just, or my player weekend Jersey should just say fantasy geek. I'm on his page. He's on my team game log. And I know because I'm neck and neck with your brother to win for the first time in years. 
last since he came back from the I don't DL, think you're gonna do it. I think I think my brother I know. I my three best players are out for the year. It's gonna be some trouble. intimidation. <laughs> yeah, gonna happen. But let's look at Herman's last uh, August starts: seven innings, two earned runs; five innings, three earned runs; seven innings, two earned. And, and just a couple days ago, up in Oakland, he got lit up in five innings for. Five earned runs, but guys, for if those are his worst days, that's a pitcher that's having a pretty good year. Um, so my point is, um, he's not uh, at his prime in in in. He, he started off the year hot. He's racking up the wins, but he's beatable. But he also can really light you up. So we need to really on Sunday, uh, you know, ride our number one starter and get a victory. Well, you got to think this too: the Dodgers and the Yankees, they have the highest run differential of. of- any major league teams in baseball, they're number one and two. So they're, they're putting up a ton of runs and shutting teams down. So and pitching's uh, really the difference, isn't it? Brad? I mean, if well, that's I mean, the world I series mean, matchup, we got com- better pitching. I mean, when it, yeah. When it comes down to most series and most world series, it comes down to pitching and defense. That's kind of like the old, you know, cliche that's always been around pitching and defense wins championships. But it re- when it comes down to it, it really does. Cause you can run into a buzzsaw and, and have two pitchers that are hot. You know, you, we saw that in a couple World Series. You know, uh, you go in there and the two pitchers, they're going to pitch four of the seven games. So if those two pitchers are hot, you can, you can lose right there. So, you know, you want to have those guys peaking at the right time at the end of September, going into the playoffs. And I think that's why the Dodgers are, are giving some guys some rest and, and, and kind of shutting down their innings a little bit to keep these guys, you know, fresh. So when they go, they can just start steamrolling and, and try to keep that momentum going in and, and, and run out there and throw out some good outings. And we got to wrap this show up. It's going to be an awesome weekend, but guys, I'm I got one gonna... more, I got one more, I got one more yeah, nickname that I think we overlooked. Yeah. Joey Votto. It's who? <laughs> and he plays first base. Yeah. It's a little throwback to Abbott and Costello. Who's on first. It's, on first. One, like it's, it. one, it's one of my favorites of all, of all the MLB. I was going to put a parting shot in there too, guys, that uh, as much as excited as I am for the Yankee series that my brother, you know, and was a Yankee and a Dodger. I always love it when they get together uh, because of pitching, as Brett just pointed out, uh, I'm much more concerned about facing the Astros in the world series than I am the Yankees because of pitching strictly with the Grinky pickup. I felt like, okay, now there's a team that can compete with us. So that's a topic for another show. It's uh, Josh, the Duke or Luke with Brett Tomko on the Dodger dudes. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You guys are going to get awesome insight from former players like Brett and Jerry Harrison. Uh, enjoy the weekend. The Yankees, Dodgers, uh, park in front of that TV. Get down to, to uh, Chavez Ravine and enjoy the game. Brett, thanks again for all the insight. All right, Josh. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Dodger Dudes Show with the former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and Josh the Duker Luke. Whether you're at the stadium, on your couch, or at work, don't forget to interact with the hosts on social media at the Dodger Dudes on Twitter and Facebook. That's the Dodger Dudes on both Twitter and Facebook. Check out other SoCal sports podcasts at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Now go vote on our Twitter and Facebook fan poll and tune in again soon. Game on. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.